0: With us right now, Sean Channel. Sean, you are the owner of the website, Just Launch. Uh, it's just-launch.com. And uh, you do a lot of work with organizations. And I, I think this is a really great episode for um, folks to listen to. If you are the founder and you are still doing all the sales, listen up. Am I right, Sean? We're going to help them out? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Um, Sean, go ahead and explain what you do and, and who you serve.
1: Yeah. So we work with a lot of small businesses. It um, becomes a point as a small business owner where you're trying to scale your company and yet you're still doing the bulk of the sales as the owner, right? When we first start, we're playing all of those different roles, wearing all those different hats. And to truly scale, we have to step back and become the CEO of our company which means we need to hire other people to do the, the sales for us. And for a lot of um, small business owners, they've never really hired, trained, or ran a sales organization. So we come in and we help them find the right people, onboard those people, train those people, get that team up and running with processes and you know a scalable solution so that they can step back, run their company, let the sales org become the sales org and allow their business to grow.
0: Yeah. All right. So how do we do that <laughs> as someone who is, listen, uh, and, and I think the challenge is right. It's, it's, it, it can feel very challenging to replicate founder magic and, uh, so what, how do we do this? It sounds like an, uh, for some, it may feel like an insurmountable problem. They've just never been able to do it successfully. What are we doing wrong? What do we need to
1: be focusing on? Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's multifaceted. So, you know, one of the challenges, like you said, it's hard to find the people that have the same passion for your company that you do. Um, and, and honestly, it's probably unrealistic expectation for us to have that on people we hire to replace us, mm. so we have to start with the hiring process. And again, hiring salespeople is in itself a—it's different than hiring an administrator or a, you know, an accountant or you know any other aspect of your business. Salespeople typically are unique in what they do, so we work with them to hire the right people. But beyond that, really, it's the training aspect. Teaching them a sales methodology, teaching them the product or the service that your company sells, and then coming up with a system that they can replicate over and over again—that you know still keeps the brand in alignment, that you know keeps the the founder's vision very much at the forefront—and so combining those elements is really that you know secret kind of sauce to it. Mm-hmm. And if you've never trained salespeople, then, you know, most founders don't come from a sales background and, and certainly most don't come from a sales training background. Right. And so you figure it out as a, as a founder, as an owner along the way, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you've put thought into each and every step that you have to take to find that success. Right. We just, we're passionate about our product. We're passionate about our service we're you know we have connections we network we build relationships but to train someone how to do all of those little things isn't something we've ever really considered and you know for me personally one of the things that makes me an effective trainer and a coach is i spent my first 8 years um in sales and in small business struggling um I, you know i started my first business at 19 years old and i knew nothing about not only running a business but mostly I failed because I wasn't effective at sales. And so that business folded because I wasn't able to scale it. Mm. And so then I started another business and I ran into the same kind of problem. So then realizing what my main challenge was, was sales. I went into the sales world and it took me about eight years to find my methodology, a rhythm for me that worked from a sales perspective. Mm-hmm. But that was a very much a trial and error process was meaning I tried this step, you know, can I get somebody on the phone and, you know, 15 with different ways to get somebody on the phone. Okay. This one works or these two work. And so I had to document every step of the way. So it's very easy for me now to say, here's step one, here's step two, here's step three, because I had to document that for my own progress over the course of eight years. And so for the last 15, I've been able to, to replicate that with salespeople, you know, all over the world because I can give them a formula that is very step-by-step. It's not uh, a a lot of sales trainings, you know, they're like build relationships. Yeah. Well, if you don't know how to build relationships, (laughs) what does that mean? Right. Yeah. I mean, you would think that
0: that would be common sense, but how do people, how do you see people kind of mess that up?
1: Well, I think, there's a natural assumption that everyone has the same kind of base level understanding of how to interact with other humans. Mm -hmm. And while that is true in some essence, it doesn't always, how we do that is not always similar. Yeah. So it's not always scalable. Uh, And so when you're working as a, you know, a small business owner, you have a certain brand that you want to put forth. You have a certain type of clientele that you want to interact with and there's a certain way that you want to interact with those clientele to, to maintain the brand. And so you either have to find really hard to find the right individuals that can do that naturally, or you have to be able to take them step-by-step step through that process. Um, and I think, again, most people they kind of assume that people are going to be able to do things at a certain level. And realistically, we're all at different levels and certainly at different parts of the process, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Um, so, um,
0: okay. Um, how do we make friends? <laughs> like what, what, what are those steps or what are those elements that we should be mindful of?
1: Um, well, the first is obviously the, the questions, um, you know, and, and when I train people, we go through a list of questions, right? You know, what's your title? How long have you been doing that? How did you get into this? Um, you know, do you like it or not? Is the company, you know, is the company your long term? rich? There is a, a list of questions that I give individuals. The key is to get people to talk about themselves, mm-hmm. um, which is, again, challenging for a lot of salespeople because we have a natural tendency to want to, to talk. The, the extroverts, the outgoing personalities tend to gravitate towards sales. And so a lot of what they want to talk about is themselves, their product, their service, their company. And at the end of the day, what you want to talk about is your company, your experience, your, you know, journey, your challenges, your goals, and so that's it's a it's a hard twist for a lot of natural salespeople, and so we've got to help them either make that mindset or in some cases train people who've never done sales so that they start down this right path.
0: Yeah, um, and so what about let's talk about systems because uh, I think that. Uh, you know there's an easy way of doing this or an easier way of doing this and uh then i think there's like if you don't have good processing systems in place um you're making this just i mean it's it, it's going to be very challenging for you to manage um relationships particularly you know if you want any kind of volume uh, of of sales to begin with so and i think that likely starts with you know crm mastery but, but go ahead and break it down for us sean
1: yeah, for sure. Um, you know, every company I work with, one of the first things we talk about is what kind of CRM system are they using, or do they want to use? Um, I've had the opportunity to, to work uh, and implement CRM systems in everything from small businesses to, to big corporations, so I can give them some guidance on that. But it ha- you know, you have to look at okay, what do we want to use today, and we'll, what will work for us in five years? So you have to think, start thinking long term. There's a lot of great you know, even some free options out there that aren't necessarily scalable. Right. Uh, so you have to, you know, you have to think long-term, what do we want to invest in today? Because, you know, replacing a CRM system, you know, year, two years down the road is, you know, burdensome and, and <laughs> creates a, a challenge in itself. So you've got to pick a CRM system that will allow you to, to manage your relationships. That's typically easy for the salespeople, and we also have to understand the limitations of the CRM system. Um, mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that a lot of CRM, uh, what a lot of people do with the CRM system, is they automatically assume it's a forecasting tool. <laughs> and really, it's it, it's not a forecasting tool. I mean, it can help right. with forecasting, but it's not the forecasting tool in itself. And if you try and use it as that or create it as that. It creates challenges within your sales organization and for you as a business owner, because really at its core, it's a client relationship manager, right? It's, yeah. it's designed to help a salesperson, you know, know what their last conversation was, what their next conversation should be, uh, where they're at in the stages of a sales deal or an opportunity, um, you know, who they need to call today, what they need to follow up on tomorrow. Those are the types of things it's designed for. So, those are the, the, the essence of what you want to do from a sales perspective when we're, we're implementing that.
0: Yeah. So, are there any platforms that you love or any tools that you love? Like, if someone's like, look, right now we're just using Google Spreadsheets and, you know, my calendar, I, I don't know. <laughs> like, is there any great starter CRMs or starter tools you like? And and please be specific on brand names. It's totally cool.
1: Yeah. Um. Well, you know, Salesforce is obviously one of the leaders out there uh, when it comes to CRM systems. So, you know, from especially from a scalability standpoint, if, if you're a company who sees itself with, uh, you know, growth um, coming, you know, rapidly, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you, you have to look at one of those larger platforms that are out there that might be useful for you down the road. Um You know, there's systems out there that are designed more for the small uh, business component. Um, Salesforce has a a great small business package, but uh, things like PipeDrive, also another one that's really focused on the small business. um, Yeah, I I really, I think PipeDrive is a
0: great solution for um, you know a good starter CRM. you know, you could do the basics pretty easily. I think some of the advanced stuff gets kind of complicated, but I like the visual Kanban style, um, you know, for that. Um, I, I'm a fan. And it's, you know, you start at like 29 bucks a month. So, yeah. you know, it's yep. I agree. I, I think that's a good starter one. Um, you know, when you want to start getting into more complicated automations and stuff, you know, that it's, you know, it's, uh, pipe drive can get real complicated if you want <laughs> Unfortunately the you know, the, it's not a marketing automation platform. Cool. Yeah. You know, it's a very task oriented platform, which I love. Um, but yeah, we're, we're kind of in that, uh, we we've been slowly migrating all new. It's we're running two systems right now as <laughs> when we're recording this, uh, and so all the new people for the past two and a half months have been going into a, a new platform that we kind of really custom built and designed. You know, on, on a you know more of a marketing automation slash CRM. But um, yeah, no, pipe drive solid. Yeah,
1: you know, and and depending on what you're looking to do, um, I'm working with a company now who chose to go with Dynamics CRM. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, one of the nice things about Dynamics, uh, there certainly has its own challenges, but, you know, the integration between Outlook, the integration between LinkedIn Sales Navigator uh, is really seamless because they're all Microsoft products. And, you know, you can do those things with some other CRM systems, but from a, you know, pure platform perspective, if you're Microsoft heavy already, or, you know, you really want to utilize the capabilities of LinkedIn Sales Navigator, the seamless you know the integration between those three platforms is really easy for a small business to understand and utilize. Yeah. Um
0: Sean, how do we hire sales professionals? Um is it uh, you know I've t- I've talked to maybe some some startup founders and they're hoping that they're just going to be able to hire someone just straight up commission. and I'm, I'm laughing. I'm not, I I guess, I I mean, that's possible, but can you talk maybe about realistic expectations if you're a founder, like if what you get for what you pay?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's certainly different, um, perspectives on it. And, you know, honestly, I think there's pluses and minuses to both sides. Um, you know, it's very challenging to hire someone on a commission-only basis. I, you know, and I know they exist. I see, uh, I, you know, I've had those offers as a salesperson. Uh, I, I've seen companies trying to solicit those uh, roles. You know, the challenge with hiring someone who's seasoned is twofold. One, they're typically going to want to hire a, a higher base. They're going to want some kind of a, a higher compensation package. They're also more likely to be set in their selling method. They've had years of experience. Uh, whether they're good or bad at it, you know, you won't really know. But they have a system that they probably believe in, and it's hard to change them off that system. The easy thing as a founder right, is you shouldn't require a lot of training. right? You get them spun up on the product, and they already have their sales methodology, and you, know, you can kind of just let them do their thing and hope for the best. The flip side of that is hiring a young, inexperienced salesperson. Mm. You can get away with a lot lower, you know, base, and maybe even go the commission only route. But they require a lot of the training. They require a lot of the coaching. Um, plus side of that is, is you can train them and coach them in the direction that you want them to go. Um, you know, so it's a little bit less. It's a lot more time consuming. But from a a monetary investment perspective, it's typically the easier route to go for a lot of small companies. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's really where, you know, we kind of come in to help them with that coaching and training aspect because they don't have necessarily the bandwidth nor the experience to make that work for them. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I could see that there's likely... A lot of founders have been handling the sales, and and I don't know that they necessarily have everything documented there. They just kind of do what they do. A lot mm-hmm. of it is probably very unconscious. Um, mm-hmm. I, I again, I'm making some assumptions, um, just kind of what what I've seen, and so I, I could see where there would be uh, considerable value um, to bringing somebody and say, like, listen, uh, da, da, da. let's structure. <laughs> Let's take yeah. founder. What you've been doing? Let's put some structure to this now. Let's create an SOP. Let's go through some basic best practices for sales. And it sounds like that's kind of where what you do, right?
1: We do. Yeah. You know, I, I worked uh, in the sales enablement side uh, the last couple of years of my, you know, corporate life, and so it was really about documentation, the sales process, creating playbooks, SOPs. Uh, implementing the CRM system, you know, really, yeah. Again, taking sales from the wild, wild west to putting it into a, a corporate structure, mm-hmm. and that's your point is exactly where a lot of um, founders struggle is how to replicate what they do, and again, how do you make it scalable, um, and so it's consistent out there, and we can help them lay that foundation so that you know when they have add that fourth fifth tenth salesperson they're going through the same hiring process uh, interviewing process onboarding process training process and sales process that the previous you know three four five guys are going through or gals are going through
0: yeah. Excellent. Sean, when, when someone works with you, like, what does that look like? Like, how do you engage with the founder? Like, where do you come in? How long are you working together? Are you actually helping them recruit salespeople or, or, you
1: know, kind of what, what's your role? Uh, it's, it's different kind of with each interaction. Um, typically we're looking at a six month um, relationship in some cases, you know, I've worked with companies up to 18 months. So, you know, depending on you know how much they're hiring, how big they're growing, um, where they're starting from. But yeah, absolutely. We can come in and help with the interviewing, the recruiting, the hiring process. We certainly help with the onboarding process and the training process. Yeah. And then you know the coaching aspect comes after we've got them onboarded and, and trained to make sure that they're successful over the long run. You
0: know, not only are we You know, I guess your work with founders is, you know, it's not just about increasing the bottom line, but I'd say the bigger problem, you know, when you're working with, you're probably like, what's your schedule like right now? You know, and like, where do you want to be six months from now? You know, and it's, I would imagine that that time, you know, and that lifestyle has probably the bigger trigger for your potential client, right? Who's like, you know, I, I'm just guessing, right? Unless they, you know, they've got, no, 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 I'm cool. And, you know, I just want to make more money or whatever. <laughs> but I think, uh, I'm guessing that a lot of your clients are probably coming in and they're probably just burnt out. they are like, dude, I'm sick of like selling all day long or whatever, or just, or that it's constantly just
1: on my shoulders. It's, it's a lot of pressure. It is. And you know, there's so many different aspects to running a business that, you know, what ends up happening is when you're focused on sales, or that's a, you know, you're carrying the burden for that is things start to slip to the cracks. Mm-hmm. And you know, you find yourself behind on a lot of the other aspects. And so yeah, to your point, you're either working, you know, 120 hours a week and you have no no life, or what happens is the business starts to falter in other areas and you don't have the bandwidth. To commit to helping you know get those back on track and so at some point you've you know there's only so much we can do as individuals we have to build that team around us and sales is a non-stop i mean it's you know it it, it never ends it's not like you know you can automate it it's not like it's gonna self-manage it's not like you can you know hire a, a an assistant and it just takes care of itself we constantly have to be nurturing those relationships. And more importantly, we want to grow, finding new relationships. And that's a heavy time commitment.
0: Yeah. Sean, your website, just-launch.com. Um, when someone goes there, um, there's a big blue button there that says, let us help. Um, grab some time. Is there anything else that people should engage with? Oh, you've got a podcast, right? So uh, you, where, where, where should people engage
1: with you next? Uh, website's a great, great start. Um, you know, we'll, we'll respond within hours to any inquiries, uh, they can find our, we, we just put out our first digital course, uh, that's really designed to help, um, people just with basic sales communication skills. Mm Uh, and then the podcast obviously is called just launch as well. That's on all the major platforms, um, you know, Facebook, LinkedIn, we're, we're everywhere. Yeah. Fantastic. Sean channel,
0: your website, just launch on the web at just launch.com. Sean,
1: thank you so much for joining us. Josh, thanks for having me. Uh, you know, it's always fun to, to be here. Thanks for listening to the
0: thoughtful entrepreneur show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit up slash guest.